welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Ryan is always, always muted. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because my mic's not as loud as yours. We'll go it with that. It might be. That's right. We'll <laughs> stick by that. Well, 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 welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hayes, and today... With Matt Baker, Terrell is uh, nursing a back that is spasming, so he's at home with it on ice. But have no fear, we have his tight ends of smash and his picks. We'll be getting to those later. But it, you can find us at anchor.fm backslash Pod. You can also find us on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, tons of places if you just search Just an Average NFL Podcast. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, help us get this thing going. So, Mr. Matt Baker... Um, Got an interesting game tonight. We're going to talk about later, but I was I was thinking we we kind of roasted the uh, Thursday night games being trash. So they were like, okay, well, how about this Packers and Cardinals? And that's yeah, good. I know, it's right? It's gonna be a fun game. I but, don't know uh, if they planned it that way though, because had it been the Cardinals of last year, yeah, it might not yeah. be as are the Packers of Week <laughs> One. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. So I mean, it but it does work out to at this point, this junction in the season. That's gonna be a that's a barn burn. That's yeah. gonna be a good game. How did uh, how'd you do with your fantasy week uh, this past week? It actually turned out okay. I mean, I can't really complain too much. Yeah, I went uh, I went four and two, and uh, I was super stoked. Um, one of the leagues that I lost in, I was in first place, so I'm not in first anymore, and uh, that hurt. But um, yeah, because last time we talked, um, you weren't you weren't too happy with where it was all going. Yeah, the Monday night um, the Monday night game actually helped me in a couple leagues. Uh, the, the the two that I lost in, they were pretty much done before that game. But um, the the Monday night games went my way, so I was a little little nervous when uh, we were going into it. But um, and then the Braves last night. I'm give a shout out to uh, the Braves hitting that, uh, that first game in the World Series, getting that dub against Houston, and uh, stayed up last night and maybe had a few too many adult beverages enjoying that time. Yeah. I uh, also want to mention that uh, because I am worthless, I forgot the beer of the week this week, so we will not have one to sample. But um, have no fear, next week we'll do two. <laughs> oh that'll be one to turn in for man uh but uh let's hit on some news and stuff going on um this week we've got uh, a a bit i wouldn't say a big trade but an interesting trade happened literally right before we came on air mark ingram going to the saints back home where he was drafted where he played you know obviously before he ended up going to the ravens and then eventually down to uh, uh houston but um, he's headed back there, I guess, uh, with Tony Jones being down, and I think he's probably going to be out maybe the rest of the season. They they were trying to get some depth, and they brought a guy in that knows the system. So it's going to be interesting to see what Ingram's got left. Um, I do think he's going to be used for the Saints. He may be a sneaky ad in some deeper leagues because he's going to become that third down guy, and we know what he used to do with Kamara right before he left. So uh, yeah, what do you think about that? Tidbit of interesting information on a, on a <clears throat> same – same aspect, but other side. So this moves up David Johnson. Yeah, that is. I mean, true. And, and, and and potentially Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, because we were worried with the split of the three, and Ingram's been the back. Right. As to this day, he's been the you know the bell cow. So now, 
Just kind of bring. Yeah. I think they bring I mean, Lindsey up. Still dart throws, but it's some, it's definitely something to keep your eye on. Increased volume is yeah. what you're going to look yeah, at. And you then, know, like and when Tyrod comes back, generally, when, unless you're Robbie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, but then when Tyrod comes back, that could help open it up a little bit too. I mean, yeah, so well, talking speaking of Tyrod, he's back in practice, so looking yeah. like um, they're wanting him. They're hoping he could play this week. Oh um, wow! Yeah, that's good. Uh, Gronk also back at practice this week. Uh, so mm-hmm. hopefully he can get back out there. Baker's out there. Um, looking like uh, they're pretty sure he's going to play again. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. With his uh, broken, you know, dislocated, hanging on yeah, shoulder. Shoulder, whatever's going <laughs> on. Um, some other stuff. Uh, Debo Samuel did not practice today, but he is expected to play. But that's definitely something to monitor. Um, uh, Devontae Adams unlikely to play, so it's not looking good for for uh, the Devontae Adams and also. Um, Lazard was added to the COVID list, so he's not going to be there. So it yeah, looks like uh, Randall Cobb might be the guy. They said Devontae could if, if everything stars align, but it probably won't. Yeah, but they haven't ruled Lazard's, him out yet. Lazard's done. He can't yeah. at all. He's unvaccinated. So right, yeah. He's got 10 days no matter what happens, period. So Yeah. But, yeah, Randall Cobb, um, Robert Tanyan, I guess, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure this opens MBS, up for Aaron Jones. If he plays. MBS, if he comes off the IR they, I don't think they've activated him yet. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he's a, a sure thing yet. Um, another thing came across the wire today a little, you know, like what's going on, but Hopkins is uh, – DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. <sighs> I saw for that. Arizona for the Thursday night game. You know, it's tough with these short weeks too because it gives obviously a few days less time for these guys to get ready. So yeah. it's never good on Wednesday when you hear about a guy that's going to play on Thursday was well, yeah, questionable. He's and, questionable. Yeah, not practicing. So. Especially after a bigger week too this last yeah. week, you know. So, uh, Jarvis Landry didn't practice as, at, today as, as well. I guess uh, maybe he re-aggravated or he's, you know, whatever he's got going on from that, that injury he was nursing. Um, Antonio Brown was on crutches. Um, and according to Bruce Arians, it could be a long-term thing. So Yeah, it's not looking good. It's an ankle, or uh, They said it was an ankle sprain, but they didn't go into too much detail. Yeah. So. Um, but that, you know, that does obviously help your Godwin – shares and your um mike evans mike evans shares and even your gronk shares now yep um mclaurin's got an ankle thing he was sidelined today at practice so that that Terry messed McLaurin, me up man yeah. I, I don't need that no he's been nursing something for a couple weeks so we'll <clears> see <throat> maybe he can uh, tough it out and play still because he had a good week last week even though he was playing hurt yeah uh mike white is going to start for the jets even though they did trade for flacco but flacco will not be with the team till friday so Flacco's not going to be able to get ready for the Jets this week. I still don't know why they traded. I mean, it's not like this team is going anywhere. Why waste anything to get a guy? They could have went and got some guy off the street. They could have signed him back cheaper up anyway. I was reading an article earlier that had the Jets just decided to hold him from last year, they, they could have got him for almost half of what they're paying him now to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, and it just don't make sense. This team isn't going making a playoff. Yeah, run. exactly. Not, what? So why just why put let, all this effort into let Mike it? White be your guy until Zach um, Wilson, Wilson comes back? Yeah. And if you got, I'm sure there's somebody out there on the street you can go pick up. Huntley, I think, is out there now. Um, there's people on practice squads. They can go steal Jake Fromm. Oh, well, the they didn't go squad. try to get Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, um, I don't know what he, if he's holding out for more money or what, you know, but still, I mean, I doubt I'm sure he, he wants went. a job. Well, you know, I'm sure I mean. he wants a job, but I, I'm sure he wants to go somewhere where he thinks he's got a chance to do something. Yeah, um, that's true, too. Uh, Khalil Mack is likely out. Talking about some defensive guys yeah. um, with the uh, Bears. 
Uh, let's see. J.J. Watt. He's yeah, J.J. Watt is is definitely he's out. definitely out. That's a that's a big hit on yeah. that prime Arizona defense. He's been he's been monstering for him. So. Yeah, for sure. Kind of upsets that Thursday a little bit. Yeah, uh, Kittle expected to be back week nine, according to uh, Shanahan over there. So for the for the Kittle owners, hopefully you get him back, and he stays on the field for you. Um, I think that's it as far as the injury type stuff thus far. Um, I do want to mention that the owner of the Panthers uh, came out and said that they are not trying to trade for Watson, so he squashed that, which I'm glad that he squashed it because you don't want the situation with like what's going on down in Miami where you hear rumors and yeah. nobody's you know denying or confirming anything. So just, That'll upset your players too. Though. Yeah. You can't be like that when you're trying to – I mean, y'all still got a, a shot. Yeah, good, I mean, we even can with the ship. it, just yeah. to turn it up. So. Even if they are trying to trade for him, it's good to just come out and be like, no, we're not. And then if you do, it's fine. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're It'll just it. be done, yeah. Uh, Nobody's on the edge of their seat wondering, you know. Right. But I, I, I didn't think, whenever those r- rumors came out, I didn't think the Panthers were actually, because they just, they've never been an organization that would make that decision with what's going on in Watson's personal life, with the accusations and whatnot. Yeah. I just, uh, that would be, that's not, the type of move good organizations make, you know. Um, now the 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 uh, the Eagles or the Dolphins, who have proven in the past to be shoddy run organizations, those are those are people who make those kind of type. Yeah, moves. kind of. <laughs> they go they go after the, yeah. the riffraff. Yeah, they 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 they, <laughs> they roll the dice. Um, so yeah, that's basically it on the news. So from there, we're going to roll into Smish Smash Stack of the Week. And uh, this week, um, he's going to roll with uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, Man, that boy is phenomenal, man. Yeah, Jamar Chase is a beast monster. He is another talent that we did not see hit as big as he was going to hit. He's hit so far. Yeah, and they're going against the Jets, who just gave up 54 to the freaking – Patriots, so yeah, they were letting receivers throw touchdowns against them and shit. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe Chase throws a touchdown. This uh, that's game. what we're looking for. That'd be nice. <laughs> <To> Burrow. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, he's going to stack Burrow with Chase and uh, let it ride. Um, and then from there, we'll go ahead and hit our picks and um, well, little well, recap of where we were. Yeah, go ahead and do that. I'm going to pull up now. Terrell's picks. Um, we got Terrell in the lead with a uh, plus. Lame. 17 ones. Um, you're in second with plus 11 ones. That's lame because I'm not in first. And then uh, I'm carrying up the rear with you're three ones. I'm threed right here. You are three. I'm sitting here threed. <laughs> uh, oh, but wait, but wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We got to fix this. Okay. I, I just remembered. Uh, who'd you pick to win Monday? Um, Did you pick the Saints? Yes. Saints took the, L, took the W. Nice. So you get a plus one. Yep. And uh, who did who did Terrell pick? Uh, I don't think did we know did, he this, did because he said he can't pick the Saints. He, oh, that's right. Yeah, he can't, he can't he pick, can't pick the Saints. That's so true. He got yeah. a negative one. Yeah, and then I picked the Saints to win that one too, which it was not. It was the lowest scoring game of the season. Oh, uh, it, it dude, was so. I felt like I was being punished look, having I, to I watch you, the game. Look, so what? So hanky panky in our league, whatever. But I left my kicker on a bye till I knew I needed to have him, and then at the end of it all. Um, I was losing by three points. So I dropped Tyler Bass, my yeah. kicker, and went and picked up uh, Seahawks kicker. Meyer, Myers. Uh, Myers. Jason Myers. And I was like, okay, cool. And he kicked the first extra point. DK went down the field. They scored yeah. quick. And I was like, sweet. I got one point. I only need two more points to win. And the game went on. And yeah. The game went on. And then I saw it came across. He kicked a 50-yard field goal. I'm like, done. 
I don't even, I, that's all I need. I went to sleep. I didn't even need the rest uh, of it. So. Yeah, that, I felt like I was being punished. Like, uh, this is your punishment. You have to go um, watch this game. And then I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's a squid game situation. Yes. You get shot in the face if you don't. Oh, my God. It was, it was one of the worst games I've ever watched. So, uh, actual scores now that I've updated from the Monday night game. Yes. We've got uh, Terrell at plus 16. You at plus 12 and me at plus four. So we're all a little higher than we were when I yeah. started this. Or except Terrell, he's a little lower. But still, that's our current. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, since Terrell is king of the mountain right now, we'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and throw his picks out there. Um, he is, put his nuts on the table and he's going to p- take Arizona. He said he's going to ride that train until it wrecks. Okay. So he's taking Arizona to beat the Packers on Thursday night. Um, he's. Uh, Okay, I gotta look up the things because of the way he worded this stuff. So the Lions, who are the Lions playing? The Lions are. Oh, it was. I didn't pick that game. Okay, well he's picking whoever the Lions are. Oh, I, I picked that game. Oh, Eagles. Yeah, he. No, no. It's Eagles versus Lions right there, Sunday, one p.m. Oh. Oh yeah, it is because I because um, I. I'm trying to play Gainwell everywhere I got him. Ah, yeah. You play your running backs against the Lions. Yeah, okay, exactly. so he picked uh, the Eagles over the Lions. Mm-hmm. Write these down because I don't want to have to dig this back out of text. So if you would, see. please, sir. I got you. Hold on. Let's see. So he's picks. Yeah, he's got the Arizona beating the Packers. Cards. He's got the uh, Eagles beating the Lions. Birds. <laughs> he's got uh, the Falcons beating Carolina. More birds. Yeah. And uh, he's got the Buccaneers beating what he calls the Aints. Bucks. <laughs> and then he goes, and drum roll. Jags get their first stateside win over Ooh, Seattle. That's sneak, a big that's a, Yeah, because the, the Jags are going into, into Seattle. That's a, one of the tougher places to play. So. And Seattle's, they're going to be mad after this yeah. last Monday night because – Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know how mad they can get with um, Geno still at quarterback. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they held the Saints to 10 or 13 points, which is that's something true. to be said, you know. In a monsoon, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, that that's just, yeah, should be interesting. Well, I'll give you my picks real quick. I am taking the Bills over the Dolphins. Nice. I am taking the Browns over the Steelers. Nice. I picked the Rams over the Texans. That's uh, I'm trying to get some of these easy, easy picks. <laughs> get get uh, a few like, numbers back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went a little, little bit uh, uh, risky here. I picked Washington to get a win over the Broncos. They're playing at Denver. Uh, hold on one second. I'm writing this down. So that's the footy. Make football faces. Football faces. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, I picked the Seahawks to beat the Jags. So I went Ooh. the other way on that pick that Terrell went with. I see that. I don't know why I did that. I put C, capital C, dash Hawks. <laughs> I know hey, what it means. That's shorthand. That's a nice shorthand <laughs> it's there. It's the same thing, I think. It's yeah. one less letter or something. But, but yeah, so following up, I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine here. Uh, I went easy. Bengals over the Jets. You had to roll with your boys. I mean, they're going to they're gonna get it. Yeah. Bengals um, beats Jets. Bengals no, no, beats they're not Jets. playing the Jets. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, they are. I'm sorry. When you said Jets, my brain said Lions. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's. Though, uh, it's hard to explain the, the idiocy that is my mind at times. Sometimes. 
Uh, then following closely behind that, I went with the Colts over the Titans. Okay. I think the Colts, they're, they're riding the train right now. I, I, I think yeah. they're going to keep it going. I like that. Uh, the Colts are definitely a team that's peaking, I think. And their defense, I, that's that was what decided it for me. I think the Colts' defense is uh, – a few notches over the Titans defense right now. So I think, I think they come away with okay. it. Um, and then I also picked the Browns over the Steelers. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield is going to come out and be like, I doesn't matter if I'm hurt. I got <laughs> 3000 running back options. Yeah. I mean, with Ernest Johnson coming out last week yeah. and just balling. And that O line, I just, whoever you give the ball to, they're going to get you. It's going to, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, and then I went with the, which is, this is a, a risky kind of gut pick. I have no real, Trying to get the bisky, oh, man. It's I have no real <laughs> argument on why this is going to happen. So please don't ask. But the Bears are going to beat the 49ers this week. Wow. I don't. I and I also feel that it's going to be a, a a Fields day. Wow. Like it's going to be well, when he, he works not. it right. Well, I mean, not that I uh, foreshadowing. There might be an appearance of Fields in Daniel's dome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, one of us has got to be wrong, so we'll see how it works out. But, yes, I, do, I did pick the Bears over the 49ers. I'm not going to win by picking all the easy shots. Yeah. Um, and then I went with uh, y'all's homer game since, you know, last podcast we talked about it. I'm, I'm not giving up on Darnold. I think this is going to work out. I think Carolina takes the Falcons. I hope I, I hope you're right. I, I think I think it comes out. To, I mean, and if, if here, here's what I'll say. If Carolina cannot beat the Falcons this week – then there's Turn out no the yeah, exactly it's done <laughs> the party's over everything we thought they could do in the beginning of the season just goes straight out the window yeah i mean and this is this is not just on darnold this is on the receivers and i mean this has got to be a collective thing i mean they yeah. got to put it together against the falcons they, they well it, it, they got to show me something exactly i mean you got a, a defense that's spectacular this season right now yeah. in the carolina panthers and then uh an offense that's doing really well in the falcons Clashing, yeah, against a defense that isn't doing good with the Falcons and an offense that's kind of falling apart here and there with the Carolina Panthers. So something's got to come together. One of them's yeah. going to rise. But well, I thought after they got trounced the week before last, well, I wouldn't say trounced, but when they lost to Philadelphia, I thought, hmm, maybe they're going to circle the wagons. Maybe they're going to get things right. Maybe they're going to finally get back on track based off all the crap I heard. And then. I was like, this is a good week. The Giants coming into town. This is the week to get it all back in order. And nope, they just went out there and shit their pants. Yeah. And so th- this is the week. If they go out and shit their pants again, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm folding I'm folding up the party tent. It's, yeah, exactly. It's done. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying that's that's it's got to be done. I think this is a get right. They got it going. Uh, my son, is <laughs> he's texting me wanting to know if Ingram's going to be eligible to play. And what is, what is his fantasy potential? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me uh, tell him that I'm doing the podcast, and he should listen. <laughs> yeah, he should just listen up on the podcast and see what's going on here. Um, but uh, all right, so there's the picks in. Um, so we should done. be going looking into um, yeah. Terrell's tight Terrell's ends. tight ends to smash. So I got to pull that text message back up. Pull that, yeah. Pull that same phone said, back up. You just yeah. sat down and uh. So uh, yeah, so he he roll he stayed with uh Joe Dirt Dallas Goddard. He said uh, he solidified his spot last week and has a very good matchup versus the Lions. Yeah, that's true. So play, get all your Goddard um, or Joe Dirt. He uh, also rolled with Hunter Henry. He goes, it's at the Chargers, so it's a revenge game. Jonu Smith is banged up, and the Chargers have given the second most points to tight ends. 
So he's looking for uh, Hunter Henry to keep rolling because he's had a couple good weeks in a row. So That's good news. I got him in a couple places. So. Yeah. Um, and then he rolled with Tanya. He said, who else will Rodgers have other than Jones and maybe MVS to throw the ball to? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's a good pick, too. I yeah. think I just had a process of eliminating other receivers. Tanya's got to be the guy to get the ball. So there you go. Dallas Goddard, Hunter Henry, and Robert Tanya for Terrell's tight ends to smash. And now, chicka, 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 chicka. Daniels don'ts. Threed. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. It's getting it's there. I'm, I'm tweaking it a little each week. <laughs> so, um, we're going to start off with that game we were just talking about, the Panthers at uh, – or the uh, Falcons at the Panthers. Okay. And uh, my first don't on the list is Mike Davis. First of all, he's mm. been trash lately to begin with. And now he's going against the top defense in fantasy against running backs. They are only giving up as a team – 15.41 points to all running backs um, on average every week. So that means Cordero Patterson is going to get 14.3 yeah, and yeah. Mike Davis is going to get one, one again. <laughs> one again, yeah. Um, I really think that the Falcons are moving more towards Cordero Patterson being their main running back. Um, they, they just, they're starting to design plays for him. The snap percentage is way up for Cordero and way down for Davis. And when Davis is getting his opportunity, he's not making anything of it. So, Well, they're using Cordero a lot like the Panthers used McCaffrey yeah. in, in playing them where the defenses don't know what to, to mm-hmm. scout against. I mean, he's a much, he's a matchup nightmare yep. for, uh, for as a running back. So, so yeah, if you got Mike Davis, um, you probably don't have any options. But if you got a better options, if you got a wide receiver or something, you can throw in a flex, get that guy out of your starting lineup. Um, also, uh, I went with Justin Fields against the 49ers. Uh, I just think what's going on with the Bears right now is kind of uh, sad. And uh, I think that Justin Fields is is not progressing at all. Even though the 49ers do give up on average 21 points to opposing quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields hasn't even like sniffed 15, I don't think, in a he game. He hasn't. He hasn't. So um, I know that everybody's been waiting for the Justin Fields breakout, and you think it might be this week. I'm on the opposite side of that. Um, I think that this is just going to be another week of the same old, same old for the Bears and their offense. And hopefully, if it continues this path, it'll get Matt Nagy fired and that team can finally get rid of that boat anchor. Yeah. And then my last, but not least, is Baker Mayfield versus the Steelers. The Steelers do give up on average 18.6 points to opposing quarterbacks. But Baker Mayfield, first of all, he has a broken or torn ligament or something with his uh, non-throwing shoulder. Um, He is a gamer. He's going to go out there and do his thing. But that team is a running team. It's in a rivalry game against the Steelers. And, you know, they're playing in Cleveland, you know, depending on what the wind is doing. And all that, I just think that uh, Baker's not going to have to throw. And, you know, I think if you get 14 or 15 out of Baker this week, it's gonna that'll be a good week for you. That'd be almost so, good for his season. He's only had yeah. one really actually good right. week, and that's when he broke his shoulder and yeah. face and everything <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So. And so if you've got – I still think they're going to win the game, but I don't think it's going to be because Baker's having to throw the ball. So if you got a better option than Baker, you may want to use that. And yeah. there it is, Daniels don'ts. Mike Davis, Justin Fields, and Baker Mayfield. Sit them if you can. It, it should still be an interesting game, but yeah. And then from here, we're going to hit on um, – let me see. Let me come up with a good one this week. 
Baker's dozen. I think I like that one the best. It reminded me of like a Hanna Barbera cartoon, like an entry to a an old school like Snoopy was going to come out and read it to me or something. All right, I like that. All right, um, so we're going to do a round of keeper cut. I got twelve guys here, and you're going to tell me if people should just go ahead and cut these fuckers straight to the waiver wire, or maybe keep them and and see what happens. so we'll start off with uh, Robbie Anderson, <laughs> Matt Baker. Keep oh or God. cut Robbie Anderson? I tell you, I'm I'm cutting him everywhere. I'm dropping him. I'm trying to my best to just eliminate that cancer. I was high on him before the season started. We hoped it was going to be good, and he is getting enough target share to where he should be a wide receiver one. Right. Period. I mean, he's averaging nine targets a game, yeah. and he's only coming down with two. On average, yeah, and they're like five yards. Yeah, it's, it's it's insane. If you're still holding Robbie Anderson, you're a joke and shouldn't be playing fantasy football. <laughs> Get rid of hey, him. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I still got hey. him too, but I'm cutting him this week. <laughs> uh, no, get rid of him. He's, I think anybody that's still holding him now was hoping that maybe Deshaun got traded and that maybe would help. But with yes. the news, I, don't, I really don't think the Panthers are going to be going after. Watson, so you can just get rid of that. Yeah, that dream. just dump it because it's 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 just taking up roster space. There's a couple other people out there you could wait on that might be better than him. So or okay. will be better than him. What about Tyler Boyd, another wide receiver on another? Uh, obviously, another wide receiver on another team. <laughs> now, I, I'm just saying, another wide receiver who, in the past, has got a lot of targets and has been productive. But I think with the team and, and the other players they got now, he's just not getting. That, that share up there in Cincinnati. So, wh- what are your thoughts on Tyler Boyd? Where with we're at with Tyler Boyd now, where I thought it was going to be starting the season. I mean, coming off an injury, all this stuff. I just, I think he's he's not. Jamar Chase is the dude. T Higgins is the dude. Uh, CJ Uzma apparently is now a dude. Yeah. I mean, these. <laughs> I mean, targets I think he's are, always been a dude. But yeah, now yeah, he's but it's he's he's becoming the dude. I mean, and on top of that, I mean, you got Mixon's catching a lot more passes, doing pass work. Smudge P. Smudge P. Ron's getting pass work. I, I just think it, the the days he's of Boyd the are they're, they're they're done. Yeah. He was good in the beginning of the season, but we had T Higgins fighting, you know, yeah, the yeah. injury and stuff, and I just I. I I'm dropping Boyd unless you're in like a 16 man league with yeah. two flexes or some craziness. You know, that's the only reason you should have to keep him. Okay. What about uh, here's here's a juicy one for you, Allen Robinson. That's the everybody who's got Allen Robinson right now. They've been holding, they've been hoping, and uh, it's just not panning out. And this is a guy who's has been a, a number one receiver with crappy quarterbacks, and this year it's just not happening. And I think that uh, he's one of those players that's just like, oh my god, I, I can't. Drop him. He's Allen Robinson, yeah, yeah. but he ain't doing shit. So, what what are your thoughts on Allen Robinson? Keep it cut. This is a a little bit of me doing research or sneaking around the backside for now. But I would hold him for another week because rumor potentially might be is Robinson might be traded before the deadline's up. Oh snap! And I he heard that. he could potentially go to a team where he gets a little more value. So it's just, you know, conjecture, people talking this and that, and that, not that it's come out that it's going to happen. But right. you got one more week before this trade deadline's up, and it's hard to get rid of a talent like that yeah. that could potentially go somewhere and be useful. Yeah, because as, so, as soon as you drop him and he gets traded to, I don't know, like Green Bay. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or, I mean, if he goes to he, the his, Rams. Yeah, all or, of a sudden his, his value goes through the roof. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't. I, I, to me, you got one more week. If this trade stuff works out nobody's getting traded, nobody gets worked, he stays where he's at. 
then drop him because yeah. it's, it's... I mean, he is on a franchise year, so he's going to be needing a contract next year. They could try to trade him to somebody who's who's wanting to sign him. And, and to get a little value out of him yeah. now that would benefit the Bears more than he's right. doing now, doing nothing. Yeah, because he's not going to be there next exactly. year. Exactly. So that's 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 my only, my okay. only hiccup All there. Right. So. I like it. I like it. Um, what about Naeem Hines? What are your feelings on keep keep trade or keeper cut on uh, Naeem Hines? Who's that? <laughs> we we Who's heard all that about. Guy? <laughs> we heard all Naeem Hines. We were going to hear for this season. I think beginning of the year, once once Taylor got on a roll, it's he's in he's in the back mirror now. You can only see him in the rear view. I don't think Naeem. The only reason Naeem Hines would ever be available or be playable. Is like I said earlier about Tyler Boyd. I mean, if you got a 16-man team and you need a flex option for a bye week or something like well, insane, let me, but let me throw this at you: What if Marlon Mack gets traded? Does that change your feelings on? <laughs> Not on really. I mean, they're using Mack here and there, but I think they're more just putting him out there to try to showcase him to trade him to try to get something out of him. And so, I mean, yes, let's say Naheem Hines does get twice the opportunity he gets now. I don't think it's going to improve much. They're still you. They're they're Taylor's way too productive right now. The only reason Naheem Hines would become fantasy viable, in my opinion, from here out, is if Taylor, knock on wood, gets an accident, uh, injury or some sort. Okay, so basically as a handcuff. Ex- exactly. That would be the only reason I would see holding him. What about Damian Williams right now with the emergence of uh, <laughs> um, Herbert up in Chicago? The only thing really good coming off of that offense right now is Khalil Herbert. But uh, you know, obviously you got um. David Montgomery coming back here in the next couple of weeks. So, what are your feelings about Damian Williams? He had the one good week when they let him lead when Montgomery went out, but they were also playing against a soft defense, and David Montgomery had already gotten two touchdowns and like 90 yards or some crazy. Yeah, and so. then the next – well, he, he had a good week that next week that he played. He was a starter. It was, yeah, it was splitting After. a little bit with Khalil Herbert out there, you know. But then when, yeah, they once both, – They both had good Once week. they saw Herbert, his, he's been the guy, and he's – I know he went out with COVID or whatever Damian Williams did, but I don't know. I think personally, Khalil Herbert's the better talent. Oh yeah, and but we know how Matt Nagy is. Yeah. I mean, how long did um, David Montgomery sit behind that O line before he actually got a chance to be the talent? You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like, so you think maybe a, hold him for a week? And I see think what they give do it a week, week and see what happens. You know, with coming up, you know, with potential of David Montgomery coming back in the next couple of weeks. Maybe they try to force him out there a little bit more, give him more opportunity, just so they don't. Well, full disclosure, he's on one of my teams, and I, that was a that was, that was a special. <laughs> me. I, I just uh, personally, one more week would be safe, and then if he doesn't get, if he gets the same work he got this last week, yeah, you could drop him. If he gets a good week, trade him. All right, trade high. Well, let me throw you another uh, wide receiver, Donovan Peoples Jones, mm, keeper cut. Browns. I, I I like Donovan Peoples. They did us dirty last week. Everybody put him in. He was coming off two hot games, even coming in with the backup quarterback that we thought, you know, who he practices with because he's a, you know, second-string wide receiver and everything. And then game starts and like, oh, Donovan Peoples-Jones has got a groin injury. He's not going to play. So Yeah, where I got, it was too late to make yeah, a Yeah, where you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I, I, I got burnt. I got a big fat goose egg out of him this week in two leagues. So, but, I mean, it's the risk you take. I I like Donovan. I think he's opening up, and with Landry still not practicing, we don't know what's going on with number two over there. I, I think he's still safe cuff to hold on to because right. he does get production when the other two aren't out there, and they don't seem to be staying healthy enough to stay on the field the entire time. So he's going to get work as long as he can get over whatever this injury is he's got. Gotcha. 
Brandon Ayuk. I don't know what he's done, what he did to piss off Shanahan, but just like all these players that Shanahan traded up to get, he can't seem to to, to get them in the lineup. So talk to me about Brandon Ayuk. What do you what are your feelings on him? Because I'm seeing him, I'm seeing him being dropped in a lot of places. Yeah, that's an interesting because I mean he hasn't been used hardly at all this year. Like it's like Debo Samuel is the only receiver they have. I, I don't I don't know I don't I guess I don't keep up with the 49ers as much as I do like everybody else. But Brandon Ayuk is a a superstar talent. That's if they're not using him, something's been wasted. So without going digging deep I, I don't see any reason to hold on to him I haven't got him I've seen him on the waiver in a couple of leagues I'm in I haven't picked him up I haven't seen any real shine or really want to makes me nervous when they're not using a talent like that and he's just he's not even getting targeted so right. I mean it's I don't know I, I say drop him I, I see him somewhere on the waivers everywhere else yeah. anyway so uh, Rondell Moore out at uh, Arizona I mean, they got that high-powered offense, and it's like Rondell will have a good game, and then you won't hear from him for four games. That's Christian Kurt, yeah. come, you know, is and AJ Green, you AJ know, a lot Green. of mouths to feed. Yeah, it's you got so much going on there. Rondell Moore is a sneaky play. If you know, if D Hop doesn't play this week, I think Rondell Moore has a game. Yeah, you know, with this injury coming up. So I mean, there's a there's the chance that he's still worth holding on to due to injury. Okay. He's quick. He's they play him out of the backfield. I mean, he's he's one of those kind of he he could have a big game, especially if there's a, one less mouth out there, like you said. So. Well, if I will I will uh, suggest this to the the peeps out there. If Rondell Moore balls out this week because D Hop doesn't play, package him in a trade next week and try to move up and get rid of him and wide receiver or maybe get a running back. Yeah. Uh, speaking of running backs, talk to me about Ramondre Stevenson. What the hell are the Patriots doing? This guy's supposed to be the next thing up there, and then he doesn't even show or dress for the game. So, well, you know, you know how Bill Belichick is. He's like, you know what? We don't need you. We're playing the Jets. Don't even <laughs> worry. Just stay home, practice, stay warm, spend time with your family. Yeah, we'll we'll call you in later. I, we seen it. The boys got talent. I, he come in what two weeks ago, and he he straight balled. He did great filling in for Damian Harris and out there with Damian Harris even still. But I think they're starting to solidify their, their backfield work between Damian Harris being the bell cow and Brian Bolden or Brandon Bolden being the pass catching back. That Ramondre Stevens is going to be – he's going to be next year. And even J.J. Taylor getting in on some action. Yeah, he got – well, that's – everybody got in on a lot. 54 points. You can't have the same people scoring all the points. They threw, had there. three running, running back ones on the yeah. same team. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I don't think he's worth holding this year. I think he's somebody that everybody's going to be looking at next year. I really do. Talk to me about Sonny Michelle. you know. There's not a lot to talk about. Sonny <laughs> Michelle's only worth anything if Daryl Henderson's injured. And now that he's back healthy – so maybe it's a handcuff in a he, deeper league. If it's really deep, hold him in case. Because, I mean, we've known Daryl Henderson. He's had a couple injuries here and there. I mean, nothing that's kept him out a long time. But you could get them one or two games that could help you help you through with Sonny. He, their own line is amazing. It doesn't matter yeah. who their running back is there. They're going to put points up. So, I mean, that would be the only reason I would say ever hold on to him is, you know. All right. Well, handcuff. I want to hit hit you with a couple quarterbacks to close this out. Talk to me about my dude, your dude, Sam Darnold. I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with this, but if you got Sam on your bench, or he's playing the Falcons this this week too, um, I, I'll openly admit in a couple of leagues I dropped him and picked up somebody else. And I've traded in a couple other leagues to get better quarterbacks. So talk to me about Sam Darnold. Keep her cut. I, I dropped him this last week, uh, fantasy-wise anyways. And not 
it was in a two quarterback league and I didn't really need him anymore. So, but he burnt me on the one week I did need him, you right. know. So that was kind of more harsh feelings. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to come back from this. Whether he's a starting quarterback this week is going to be the one that's going to take. If he in can't, fantasy. in fantasy, if he can't put up, he can't put up big numbers against the Falcons. He he's he's a hundred percent droppable. I mean, I think he's going to have a decent week this week. If you need him, play him. But most of the people who have Sam Darnold got him so cheap in the draft or whatever, picked him up off waivers even. Right. They've got somebody else. That he's just a bye week kind of guy that's going to use him, but. I don't see getting rid of him just yet. One more week will tell, tell the tale. All right, and finally, Justin Fields. Everybody's waiting for the breakout. They're waiting for that talent, that running ability, and all those things that make a good fantasy quarterback to start happening, and it just isn't making its way on the field. So what do you, what do you think about Justin Fields? Is You're time hearing it here bait? first. You're hearing it here first. This is going to be Fields' week. I really do think so. Okay. I could be completely wrong, but I really don't. I, I got a gut feeling. I think it's going to be a – Everybody's going to be like, wow, there he is. There's the guy that they drafted that everybody wanted to come to. I mean, it's somebody – he's got the talent, and they're just – they got to open their eyes up sometime soon that they're – what they got figured out as a football game isn't what works best for him, and they got to fix it. And I just think this is going to be a good get right. Like I got called it earlier in the game where I'm picking them to beat the 49ers. I, I just think it's – something's going to click – and something's going to work out, and he's going to go from being the most sacked quarterback to the most sacked quarterback with some decent fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. There's Baker's Dozen in the books. We'll see how that goes uh, next week on some of these guys that want to hold on to. But um, let's talk about this Thursday night game. We mentioned it a little bit at the top of the show. You got the Packers coming into Arizona. Of course, Arizona is undefeated, the only undefeated team left in the league. Rolling. The Packers are rolling, too. Um, I will say out of the two teams, the Cardinals have the better defense, but Packers likely without Devontae Adams, definitely without Alan Lazard. And, uh, of course, the cards they got, we don't know what's going on with D-Hop, but uh, they so that thus far they got everybody else uh, slated to play. So And J.J. Watt out. Yeah, on, yeah that's J.J. A, Watt's out. That's, that's big, big on defense. Big yeah. defensive because, I mean, he's been, he's been all over the place, as we know he can be. And he's been really doing a lot of work for them. So, that's that's a big hit. Uh, hopefully, they got some second-tier guys that can come in and fill the shoes. I mean, that's that's what's going to make a big difference to me with this Packers game because J.J. Watt can stop or can slow down Aaron Rodgers. There's not very many people out there who can yeah. personally think, you know. Maybe Devontae being out is going to slow him down as well. Yeah, that could help. I do think it's going to be a good game. Um, and I can't wait to watch it. I think uh, – you know, hopefully they're playing in a dome, so you got to worry about any weather, and they're just going to go out there and just let it eat. You're going to see some high-octane football on Thursday night. And I'm interested to see if Tanya's going to have a couple of weeks in a row. And uh, it's looking good for him to not have those other receivers to uh, throw to. But I'll tell you, I need Aaron Jones to get back on the horse. That's I what I need. I love that, man. Yeah, I, and, and, I, and I don't know, you know, it's a tough defense to do it against, but – I think that's another one that can benefit from these other pass catchers being out. Yeah, yeah, it could be one of those Aaron Jones four touchdown passes games. It you know, very like well could be beginning the season. So it could be a good game for AJ Dillon too, because uh, they could bring him out there to take that that back work off of Aaron Jones, so they could play him out as the receiver. Yeah, 
So, I mean, I can see A.J. Dillon coming out there and having a good 10, 12-point week, you know, on on carries and whatnot, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, you got Chase Edmonds and, and James Conner, kind of that thunder and lightning role that they had going on there. You know, Chase Edmonds is averaging over five yards a carry this season. And, um, you know, of course, he doesn't get a lot of that goal line work that goes to Conner, but he does get all the pass catching work. And, uh, you know, he's he's been a fringe RB1 all season. So, yeah. You know, it's just going to be interesting to see what those guys can do and if they can stay up there. I mean, Connor's been an RB, RB3 or RB2 for you most of the year, too. So, you know, he's just getting that touchdown equity and getting enough touches to stay viable. So, you know, what do you think about those guys? I'm, I'm, I'm liking James Connor. He's kind of doing a little bit of what we talked about preseason. Um, he's shining when he has the ball. You know, they're not giving him as much work as I thought they would be, but Edmund stepped up. So, what can you say? You know, I mean – but I do like it. It's it's a it's a good one two punch, I think, between the both of them. And then you you add that with their their second best running back on the team, Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah know. He hasn't been doing a lot of running this year, you know. It's like you're waiting for that game where I mean he's been fantasy just amazing oh, yeah, yeah. all season. But and but it hasn't been on the back of you know, running a ton like yeah. it has been in the past. It's been sneaky two, three yards. He's been doing almost what I would call Mahomes esque running. Yeah, that's, where it's, that's a good point. You know, where he, he escapes the pocket, and then he sees an opening and gets three yards for the first down. He's not doing anything extravagant, overworked, but that could be part of the whole, what, is it a knee or ankle or, you know, that injury that's pinning with him right. that he's been kind of lingering through throughout the season that we've heard about and all, but not anything that's held him back, you yeah. know. But that could be a reason why we're not seeing him, you know, truck yards down the field, run under people's legs and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, out there chasing the lollipop guild. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you another player I'm really pumped to see, and it could definitely benefit the targets if uh, D hops out. That's Zach Ertz. You know, it'll be his oh, second yeah. week with the Cardinals, and we saw last week. You know, with all them receivers that the Cardinals have, it opens up that middle of the field. I mean, it's like Zach's out there, and he's like, "Man, I have never been this open in my life." <laughs> right. And if you get Zach Ertz that open. He will get the ball. He'll just be like, they'll just keep giving it to him because he, you know, he can make it. You can do work yeah. after the catch and get them touchdowns. So I'm super stoked about what his possibilities are there. And and, and this week should kind of give us a a better idea as as well. You know, to give him another week in the system. Yeah. And being utilized in the practices. So what are you thinking about whether Ertz out there? What, what's your uh, your view I hate on that? Ertz, man. I, he he almost cost me last week. I was playing him in like three different leagues, and I'm like, I ain't worried about becoming a Cooper Cup. Yeah, it, it was like I just I ain't worried about Ertz. Whatever, I, it ain't going. And then all of a sudden, he comes out there first game with he's touchdown, ten yards, yeah. six yards. I'm like, stop. Yeah, would you just stop? You know, but no, he's. He fits. I mean, he fits. Their, he fits their scheme. I think, and like you said, open up the middle of the field. Ertz is dangerous, man. Yeah, oh, I've got him in a in a league where I've got him and Higby, and I'm thinking I'm going to bitch Higby and play Ertz. Play I Ertz. mean, Higby's has been okay. He's been eight, nine, ten points every week. Hasn't yeah. really killed me. But Ertz, I think, is he has that this, the way higher ceiling. I think, that especially this week against Green Bay, you've got a lot better of a shot putting Ertz out there than you do with Higby. As far as the ceiling is concerned. Right. Well, I mean, the the problem is, is the Rams are playing the Texans. Wait, are you playing me or? 
What, what league are we talking about here? <laughs> no, it's not that league. You need to play Higby. <laughs> well, the thing is, is Higby's playing the uh, Texans. Yeah, the Texans are the number one team to play your tight ends against. They're the number one team to play everything against. <laughs> I don't know. I, it might be one of those where I just close my eyes and pick one. Just let one run. I might. Hey, I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, let me go see when I got in the flex. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them both in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah it could that, work. That tight end flex. It so. could work. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I, I'm pretty pumped about that game, so. You know, it's, it's nice to get the week started out with something like this instead of some trash. Which, to be honest with you, this season we've had some really good Thursday night games. So it's been it's been surprising. I've I've brought it up on a couple of podcasts too. Like, oh, what the hell is this? You know. But yeah, there's there's normally always a trash team involved, and we got two all star teams right. this time. So, well, let's talk about a couple of other games we got going on this week of, of interest. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see what happens with the Titans at the Colts. This, this week. I think they're two teams that are on the climb, uh, getting things figured out, getting their, you know, starting to click on all cylinders, especially the Colts. Wentz is looking great out there, which reminds me, um, I need you to review that trade I saw yeah. for I sent you. I'm old. <laughs> I, I saw it earlier and I was like, I'll, I'll look at it when I get home and I just go, 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 go. Yeah. But I'll look at it tonight. I'll, I'll let you know by the morning. And despite a bad defense and uh, some key injuries, the Titans are. You know, they've still been looking good here of late. You know, they went out last week and put a hurting on Kansas City. I think this week they're going to have um, they're going to have uh, Derrick Henry playing linebacker <laughs> just so yeah. they can put him in every position yeah. for the season and go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, he's going to be he's going to be playing center. Yeah, have him play safety. Yeah, <laughs> he's out there for kick uh, return. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, man, that's. If the Titans continue this win streak they're on, it's a hundred percent Derrick Henry, man. Yeah. Like, what? Do you, how do you? How do you? How do you go against that? Well, the thing is, is if you watch that Kansas City game, I mean, other he had the pass and he had some good rushes, but it wasn't like he was mowing people down. But if you look how the defense had to do to, they had the, to adapt yeah, to it, yeah. It, when when Henry's used as a decoy, it makes it so much easier for other people. He's just. Even when Henry is not running dudes over and stiff uh, disarming people into the stands, he's affecting the defense and what they do, and and infect and affecting the game in a massive way, and uh, it's just hard. You know, it's like I think I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I you know he it reminds me of when Michael Jordan was at in his peak, he scared defenders so bad that they were reacting to things in a way because they didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. And you watch players against Henry, they're overreacting to things that like the play action. Six guys will crash on a play action where maybe usually only two will crash. Yeah. But they're so scared of this one guy doing stuff that they completely fall over themselves and it opens up things for other players. Yeah, know? I mean, it's it's the whole defense, too, not even just single players. I mean, because we watched, what, uh, old man broke knees out there, A.J. Brown, not old, but, you know, <laughs> can't keep healthy. He had a big week last week Yeah, because he was open. Wide I mean, open. And wide open. That, that play action, when you got a guy like Derrick Henry, that play action game is elite. Yeah. And when it's executed right, it's almost impossible to stop. Yep, and that's and that's what that's what cost them a lot. Uh, a majority of their yards last last week was Henry in the backfield, the defense trying to get to Henry and AJ Brown being wide ass open out there. Yeah, just like here I am, you know. 
So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then, of course, on the other side of the ball, you got uh, Jonathan Taylor, who is like Derrick Henry Jr. You know, he, he, well, he's in, he's Derrick Henry in a different way, though. He's you got a scheme against him because he's he's shifty, he's quick, and he's like he's got that burst that you yeah. can't tackle him because he's not because he's shoving your face in the dirt, yeah, but because you can't he's elusive like yeah. you can't get your arms around yeah. him you dude can't get him down yeah. he's dude is fast he is all over the place yeah i mean and, and they're starting to he's starting to become you're watching a guy coming to his own to uh start writing his story in a big way and becoming a star in this league with jonathan taylor just the they're there's they're utilizing him in the right ways and he when he gets his opportunities he he puts a hurting on people you know in, in a lot of different ways pass catching Obviously, he's super fast, super shifty. But if he has to, he will drop a shoulder on a dude too. Oh yeah, and, and uh, we're seeing why people were drafting him in the first round. I mean, yeah. like I was kind of not early in the first round. I'll say I, I was kind of hesitant. Yeah, a little iffy. Yeah, because I mean, you're looking at the offense, the way things weren't coming together in the beginning with the off season with Wentz being injured and you know uh, Quentin Nelson Nelson, you know, going out with his injury and stuff. So you're kind of like on the fence going after a running back when right. you got that going on, but. He's proven it was worth the pick. I mean, yeah, he, he's he's a monster. He's dude, monster I got him there. in a league, and and I mean, this dude is basically his back's probably hurting from carrying my fantasy team. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. But <laughs> I told Terrell a couple weeks ago. I said Taylor's opening up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be all uphill from here. I tell me. you, another guy on the Colts though that's on the uprise that I've been trying to get everywhere is Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, this guy is becoming the number one dude there, and he's making plays. And last week, I finally got to see. I started to see the team treat him with that number one receiver respect. You yeah. know, where they and, – and when it's go time, when they got to have a play, they go to that dude, you know. And before Pittman was getting his points, but it wasn't because they were – you know, you see sometimes Rodgers will force the ball to Adams because yeah. he's the number one guy. Yeah, you know he's got to go and, Yeah, there. and so when, when his back's against the wall, he's always looking for Adams. And I didn't feel like that was necessarily what was going on with Pittman, but I think it's starting to happen that way. And, uh, you know, this dude's also – I have him on the same team. I've got uh, Jonathan Taylor, and these two guys have just been steady and, and you know, no worries. And, and so it's, it's it's cool watching him. You know, what do you think about Pittman? I, I love Pittman. I've got him in a couple of places. I've actually traded him away on high value, what I thought. To me. <laughs> and I've traded for him in a couple leagues because – He's going to be a game changer. He's going to be a league winner, I think. I, yeah. I think if you look at all the teams that finish out in the top three for the season before playoffs, Pittman's going to be on one of their teams. Yeah. I mean, and it's just he's he's what we talked about. If Wentz can stay healthy with their receiving core, Pittman's going to be the one that shines. I mean, okay. yeah. and I mean, on, on, a, on a similar – on the same team in a similar boat that we talked about before the season started, how Wentz loves his tight ends – yeah, it took a little to while, about, yeah, but Mo you got Cox. Mo Ellicox coming out. He's starting to emerge and shine. So yeah, he's he's sitting steady around that tight end ten every every week. And it's you know if you can get a guy that can go out there and get you eight to ten points every week at tight end, and, and you don't have to sweat it. That's yeah. what Mo Ellicox is becoming. And you, know? you and you're looking for the touchdown upside. I mean, he right. gets a touchdown. He's a he, top five. I mean, right. and that's what we thought was going to happen with Mo Ellicox in the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it's taken till. Week four or five yeah, well, before you, to blossom and open up. So you know, with the injuries and and all that, I I just think that you know, like I mentioned when we started talking about these teams, is 
the, how they're, this offense is starting to click. You know, yeah. we, we brought it up a couple weeks ago, and I just think that they're, Wentz is finally getting comfortable with his receivers. The chemistry is starting to feel good with mm-hmm. the guys out there. They, they're starting to come in with a game plan. they got a little bit of swagger. And uh, you we know, can't forget Darius Leonard out there just eating uh, everybody's lunch man, on the other guy, side of the ball, man. That dude is a monster, an absolute monster. Also, this week on just an average NFL Colts podcast. <laughs> uh, but you know the Titans are. I don't know what's going on with Julio. I know he's a gamer. That guy's always got injuries, but he goes out there and plays. Yeah, that catch he made last week where it was the tip and he barely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. one of the most no. insane catches I've ever seen. The guy's got unbelievable focus and ability. And we talked about AJ Brown. You know he's going to go out there. And 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 when you got a guy like Henry at running back, it's just going to open things up. Oh yeah, there's really not a tight end that I would play on the Titans at, at, at anywhere. Yeah, because no, I mean the guy that caught the pass from Henry last week, nobody ever heard of. Right. And then um, Berkshire, Anthony Berkshire. Yeah, he's not getting any work. We haven't heard much from yeah. him. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, I don't know about Tannehill as far as playing him in fantasy, just because he doesn't have to throw the ball that much. It's one of those, if you're not getting any rush yards with him or you're not getting touchdown passes, if he's not being very efficient, you're just going to have a bad week. So, yeah. you know, I think Wentz is a guy you're definitely, if you can get him playing because he's starting to be that guy that's getting you 20 to 25 every week. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the uh, another game I want to bring up is the Patriots at the Chargers. You know, it's the Patriots went out and dropped 54 on the Jets, and I get it's the Jets, but it's also the NFL, and teams don't drop 54 on people often in the NFL. This yeah, is a college. Right. And the Chargers coming off a bye, um, and uh, they weren't looking that great right before the bye. They had so, a pretty bad week. Yeah, they really uh, did. Maybe you know this bye came at the right time for them, and I, you know hopefully they got some things sorted out. But they've got some big players over there. Of course, you got Justin Herbert, but you got Austin Eckler out there, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, which he's you know nursing something. So you know we we'll have to see what's going on with that, and uh, you, you know just uh, a lot of a lot of big weapons there. And, you know, they got to – but the Pats got that good defense. And they, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, coverage and whatnot, they usually shut down shut down your best players. So, I don't know if Mike Williams is going to have a good game out there or not. But um, it's also – Justin Herbert didn't do good against the Patriots last year. Belichick made him look dumb. And uh, we just have to see. I don't know. You know, I know it's his second year. He's not technically a rookie. But it's going to be interesting to see how much he's grown and how much – of a game plan that Belichick can design to uh, to fuck with his head, you know. What are you, what are your thoughts on on Herbert against that Patriots defense? I, I think Herbert's going to be immune to the. Pa- I don't think the Patriots defense is going to be the problem. I think a majority of their problem is going to be the Patriots offense. I think it's going to be tit for tat. Both sides of the ball is going to go back and forth, and because um, I mean I'm I'm really liking Mac Jones coming into his own and starting. I know last week wasn't really. It was the Jets. And they did a lot of groundwork, and Mac Jones still put up twenty something points, right? As he was, but I mean, and also too, like Terrell mentioned, or not being here, but mentioned in his text earlier. Yeah, it's a Hunter Henry revenge game. I yeah, mean, I, I think they're going to feed Hunter Henry, or at least attempt it, yeah. and it's going to end up. And the Chargers are susceptible to tight ends. Exactly. You know? So I mean, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be a game where 
I didn't call this game intentionally because yeah. I think the, the the Patriots are starting to kind of come together a little bit. Yeah, they're, off, so. they're starting to sort that offense out. And then the Chargers, I mean, we've seen, and I've, I've even eaten crow a couple times on the podcast where he, they've come through in situations where I didn't think they would. You yeah. know, I mean, so it's kind of one of them, you know, when they beat the Browns. Right. I mean, I that was not something I saw coming. Right. And here we are, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to – I don't want to – bad mouth either side of it because they got so much talent on both ends of it especially yeah. when it comes to fantasy i mean yeah i mean for me on the fantasy side you got damian williams i mean damian harris you're definitely going to play that guy yeah. um I'm, i don't know if i'm playing mac jones he's been consistent as far as nfl goes but as far as fantasy goes he hasn't really done a whole lot um i do think he's if he was a stock i do think that stock is going up but uh, I don't know if it's a stock that I want to play. 26 points last week, Mac Jones did. 26? Yeah, 26. Okay, yeah, all right. So he is on the end But that was, that. That, like I said, that was last week. That's against the Jets. I'm not, you know, and he only played 84% of the snap. So they actually sat him and brought out whoever their backup is. Well, I, don't, is I was crazy. looking at a different thing. I, maybe I was looking at a different player because – I could have swore his numbers were lower than that, but you know he's he's been pretty consistent, like yeah. middle tier. I'm not yeah. saying he's like amazing. He's definitely a QB two. If you if you're playing a two quarterback league, yeah, he would definitely be a comfortable QB yeah, two yeah, for yeah. you or super flex or super flex or something like that. Yeah, but not not somebody that I'm like I'm starting every game with Mac no, Jones. His, he's definitely a streaming uh, quarterback at this point. But uh, like to talk about Damian Harris. You know that guy. He's only first or second down back, but he's getting a lot of work uh, that way. And then. I think Brandon Bolden's a guy in deeper leagues you can throw into the flex. He is definitely become that James White pass catching guy. He's coming to his own too. Yeah. He's another one that's and of course, really opening up. Jacoby Myers is just a uh, target hog. Um, hopefully, he starts getting some touchdowns. Yeah, if he can find the end zone, that dude could move into that wide receiver, high end wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one category. Yeah, I don't think he's allowed. He he's allowed to go into the end zone. It's yeah. like in his it's, it's in his uh, contract. Oh, is it? There's like a no touchdown. <laughs> if he does go, it, it, well, it's in the contract of the refs. If he scores, they have to find a penalty. Yeah, the penalty has to call it back. <laughs> yeah. And but he can throw it in. He just yeah, can't yeah, run yeah, it yeah. himself. He's actually thrown for more touchdowns in the NFL than he's caught. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that the Patriots uh, came out and said that they would be really, really easy to trade and kill Harry. Yeah, like he's he's kind of out there in case anybody's looking. Yeah, they've for him. been trying to trade him forever. I don't know if they're going to get <laughs> get much out of him. Yeah, well, no, I don't I know, know if that, anybody wants him. You just know? a thought. For, yeah, I mean that, that was them. It's kind of like in sleeper. You know, you can put guys on the uh, trade block. Yeah, you just and then they sit there for a while and nobody does anything. So you go in there and you take them off the trade block and, and then, then put, put them, them back, back on. on it. So yeah. everybody's like, that's just you going, hey. Just a reminder, yeah, this guy is available. He's still here, man. <laughs> Why ain't anybody got him yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what the Patriots were doing. Uh, but you talked about Hunter Henry. I think he's gonna. He's had two big weeks in a row, and this is definitely gonna be another one he eats. Yeah. Uh, with the Chargers, you know, as far as tight end goes, I don't know who to play. You got Cook. You got um, oh God, starts with a P. Jared uh, Farum. Or Parham. Parham. Yeah, Parham. Yeah. I was saying, but yeah, I probably just pronounced it. Wrong. <laughs> I saw the name in my head, but yeah, we'll just say um, Parmesan. There we go. Uh, but you got those two guys, and it's 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 a it's a dice roll to who's going to get the uh, touchdown if either one does. Mike Williams nursing an injury, so keep your eye on that. But he's definitely a guy that's going to be in your lineup. And then Keenan Allen, you know, he's going to be in your lineup for sure. Austin Eckler's a top three running back. You're going to have that guy in Herbert. You got to play him. I mean, the, yeah. the dude's he's a forty to, he's a forty to forty five point potential quarterback every single week. He he's, can just go absolutely hamburglar, and and uh, you don't want that on your bench. Yeah, he's one that you can't like. You you 
can't risk sitting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say his floor's been pretty solid. He did, I think, right before the bye, I think he had like an 11-point week. 13 was his worst. Yeah. Um, but every other week has been pretty solid. And they had one that was over 40, right? Uh, 14.3, 16.7, 38.8, 27.2, 50. 50.8, and 13. Yeah, so he's in he's this league. I, he's definitely volatile. Yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that does give you an idea. Still, was that it? Still top. Number. Yeah, I mean, he's only thrown four interceptions this year. Yeah, that's something to be said. You know, looking but at some of these you know, other it also ones. boils down to what the running game's doing. If they got a solid running game, he didn't have to pass. That's when he gets yeah, those thirteen or you know fourteen point weeks. But again, he's a guy you got to play because you can get that fifty point week out of him. Exactly, and that's that's pretty much a a, a week winner there for you if you can get it. So, yeah, there you go. There's some games coming up. Um, the last thing I want to talk about with the Patriots and Chargers I uh, did want to mention is I, we Patriots are definitely a team, I think, is starting to figure their offense out as well, yeah. uh, you know, with their rookie quarterback. And I think they're an offense that's on the incline. I don't think they're going to win this game, but I do think they're going to go out there and have an impressive showing. So. Yeah, they're going to make a, they're going to make an appearance. Yeah, and they're definitely moving in the right direction. But I uh, did want to bring up the buys – so, um, of course, this week we've got the Ravens and the Raiders on a bye. Um, so it was only two teams. Especially that was nice after Bipocalypse. But next week we got a, we got a bunch. We got four teams on a bye next week, yeah. and some pretty heavy hitters as far as uh, fantasy. Nothing like last week, but we do have the Lions, which you know that's basically just <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Swift, and that's it. But uh, you got Seattle. You got your your two wide receivers there. Um, but coming out of their bye next week, starting week 10, there's uh, reports that, oh, uh, Russell's going to be back, Russell Wilson. Ooh, so people waiting on that. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, yeah, so if you got your Tampa players, know that next week. You also got Tampa Bay. You know, there's some more heavy fantasy hitters there. Yeah, there's four or five names there. Yeah, the and then uh, the footy McFootball faces, Washington they're also on a buy, and there's some big names as far as receivers and running backs in that one too. Yep. Um, so just keep in mind, you got the Lions, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Footy McFootball faces all on a buy next week. So you know, better uh, start preparing for it's that. Be- Look, work your trades. You got some high value and some trash players. Yeah. This is where you benefit by fixing your. By week, right? Situation. And just understand, guys. If you if you're if you have players on your team that have already had their buy, that is also something that increases their value when people are trying to trade you. Oh yeah. Or you're looking to trade them away. Trust me, I know you, that too. <laughs> if you're looking to trade for them, if they've already had their buy and you don't have to worry about it, that's you know that's uh that that means a lot this time of year. It gives you an extra week of yeah. no stress. I mean, and that's yeah. worth paying up for. I mean, yeah. However you want to look at or it. Or making mean, people pay up for it. Exactly. You know, holding them yeah. to it. Um, I mean, Bill's players just come off their buy and everything. Yep. Now their values just went up a little bit. Even if Zach Moss, it sucks to say, he's not a good running back in the league. No. But he's he's a great flex play. He's a good flex play. He's a great flex play. Leagues. And now – He's already has buy. Yeah. So, so, I mean, he is essentially Singletary's kind of in that same boat. They both – yeah, or decent in deep leagues or decent flex plays, and they've already been on their buys. So. And you're looking at the Bills' schedule, which is kind of light, if you ask yeah. me. I mean, so you, they're going to see some time. Yeah, and I mean that that increases their value a little bit. And, so and don't I'll, just give them away. Yeah, this work. is also the part of season, guys uh, and gals, where you want to start looking at if your teams, if you're pretty sure you're 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 still in that playoff run, 
you want to start looking and see who's who these people are playing in those 14 15 16 17 you, yes, weeks your what playoff teams, weeks yes yeah sir. your playoff weeks you want to start looking at who their opponents are you don't want to go picking up a running back trading for a running back that's going to be playing the Saints, the the Panthers, and yeah. Tampa Bay in those weeks. On the last three yeah, weeks, yeah. something crazy. You're like trying that. to get rid of them to get somebody yeah. who's playing Miami yeah. and uh, <laughs> the, the Jets, the Jets, yeah. and the Jaguars, and the Jaguars. Yeah. yeah you, and so this is where when you're starting to do these trades or you're looking down the road, if you've got that luxury, some of us are just trying to get wins this week. Yeah. But if you got the luxury to look down the road, yeah, that's what you want to be looking at. Start looking at your playoff schedules. Start trying to find some guys, maybe st- snipe some guys from some some teams that are desperate. Say you say you got a running back. Say running back A is on your team, and he has a tough playoff schedule, but he's been doing good this season. And you start looking, and you say, oh, well, here's running back B. He hasn't been doing as good as running back A, but he's got a really nice playoff schedule. And uh, and, and so maybe you're think, maybe you try to make a deal – Get that running back and maybe another player to throw on, on your low. team and deal, yeah, and deal that guy away because he's got you this far. But now it's time to start thinking about getting that 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 trophy in the end. You know, you look at what David Montgomery did last season, Jonathan Taylor did last season in the playoffs. They carried teams to the end because, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's playoff schedule for fantasy last year was he was basically playing. Uh, what what I accused uh, Cincinnati's defense of being pieces of paper, <laughs> well, paper it thin was, defenses. It worked out to where they said, "Oh, Taylor's playing. He gets ten. He gets twenty points this week. It, it, yeah. He didn't have to play. Yeah, like it was just like for the last yeah. four weeks playoff. Like, it was, it like, was like, a, like Taylor gets twenty like points. When a, if it. you play in a league with team defense and the game starts and you it's, it shows ten points already, <laughs> well, for Taylor it just would show it's, twenty points. It started off at twenty <laughs> points and it deducted if he didn't get there. Yeah, but he always did. So yeah. it's like having Derrick Henry for the last five weeks of the season. Yeah, well, with, and, and I will say with running backs like Derrick Henry, it doesn't matter if he's playing, yeah. who he's playing <laughs> What the, the defense is. Yeah, what the defense is. I would like is. to see him go against the Panthers, though. That would be interesting that would, just yeah, to, yeah. you know. Um, you know, and, and look, there's some guys that are injured out there that, that might become available. So if you got the luxury, That's you're trying to get McCaffrey to and things like that. Yeah, McCaffrey. Because if McCaffrey comes back healthy and he plays the rest of the season, he's kind of being lost in the sauce right now because he's obviously not playing and nobody's really talking about him. But when he gets on the field and he's dropping 25-30 every week, whoever's got him is going to be freaking dancing in the street. And that could be a guy who's going to carry you in the end as well. I'll say Chris Carson's another one you could put out there as a name. Yeah. If he comes back off this injury, anything like he's been in the past. David Montgomery's another one. Montgomery. You know, There's some question about his usage now that Khalil Herbert is rising up. But, you know, he's a guy that maybe you take a flyer on. If you can buy low. You know, try to tell, try to sell it to the person you're trading him from. Be like, hey, Khalil Herbert's coming up. There's gonna be taking touches away. Let me take this guy off your hands for cheap. Type, type deal. It's 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 another one is uh um is, I was crazy as yeah. it sounds is Miles Sanders. Oh yeah, well Miles Sanders would be a good yeah, one. Cause yeah, because I think that team's trying to move in a more running direction with their running backs, and then he got hurt. So it, that could be a sneaky play to try to buy super low put on your team and then maybe he's a guy that can be somebody that helps finish you, you out in the playoffs yeah. i i heard um it, it may be it may or may not be just somebody to keep an eye on for the next few weeks for those out there listening but uh cam Akers is like five weeks ahead of schedule to come back they're talking about he might be able to come back and play end of the season into <sighs> that's a tough one though because with him the injury that he's coming back from you know generally 
They're saying There's he's in a few. They're saying he's at eighty percent right now, and he's running his he's running his four forty at ninety three percent of his time. Wow. I mean, he's he's way ahead of schedule. Yeah. For what this normally yeah, I, I mean, entails. It, just a, just yeah. a thought. Not, would, no, would, I'm not yeah. saying go out there and get him. No, but keep an eye. But I'm saying keep an eye out because yeah. it could come up where like week thirteen they're like. Cam Akers is coming back, and you've got this empty bench spot that you're doing nothing you with. Go, yeah, you you've go got Amon Ra St. Brown sitting there or something. <laughs> or uh, dust. Who did I Robbie have? Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> you got him sitting there. What's better What's better than to have a, a top-tier running back coming back? And off an injury like that, yeah, it sucks, but you know they're going to work it to see yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, and they're not going to bring it back if they don't trust it. Yeah. So, And last but not least, guys, take your – Flex players, your Thursday night players out of your flex. Um, you don't want to get stuck trying to make a change after the Friday and Saturday practices. And uh, all of a sudden you realize that your flex is completely useless because you had a, a player in the flex. And, it's, you know, there's, gonna, there's a lot of fantasy players playing. So there's a good chance you got one of them, maybe Edmonds or Connor, stuck in your flex. Just throw them, swap them in that running back spot with somebody playing on Sunday or Monday. And that way it gives you some uh, flexibility since they call it flex. But other than that, you guys, hope you all have a good week out there, and we'll talk to you again Monday. Later.